Got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brand new columns. That's me. And just in brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault. Uh. What's up, little biscuits? It's so dry to me. This is your boy, Eddie Collins. Guys, this is Justin Brown. And we're here at Media Popcorn Nigga Spoiling Movies with two fantastic guests. So excited to have Jasmine, a.k.a. Jazz, and Kathleen, a.k.a. Cat or Cat Daddy. On from the girls, girl that's scary podcast. I knew I was going to mess it up. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous yeah, about you're sorry. it. Sorry, I said it. UV and Justin will tell you for five minutes. I'm like, I'm going to mess up their podcast title. Yep. I'm so I'm sweating now. My anxiety just kicked in. It's terrible. But we're so excited to have Jazz and Cat on. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, how y'all doing? Doing pretty good, man. I'm doing great. <laughs> How about y'all? We doing all right. Even though Brandon is the sorry motherfucker I ever seen. Girl, that's so straight up. Don't do him like Girl, that. That's oh, no, listen, I've been friends with this gentleman for way too long. I can t- I can tell him when he's messing up. <laughs> I will not hold back. <laughs> it's all good. He's trying his best. I'm trying. I'm always trying. But uh boy's got a bad mouth. We're <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we're so excited to have you on. Um now, here's the thing. Love your podcast. I love your website, by the way. I want to talk to y'all like offline about how y'all set that up and everything like that. But um, on your website, uh, Jasmine, we'll, talk, we'll start with you. Uh, you write the Joseph Aaron nigga from the Crete movies yeah. as your favorite yeah, serial killer or villain. Because he's so unpredictable. He's so wild. He caught me off guard. And, you know, I am a scream stand account. Look at me in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ten toes down on Ghostface. Love Ghostface. But uh, I don't know Aaron you is... Yeah, you can't okay, see I can't things. see. I, I can see. I can see. I saw it when it unblurred. I saw I seen it. Um, Aaron just brings some chaotic energy. And if y'all watch Creep, you have to see one and two for them to do such a minimal budget and have it all characters like a mumble gore is what they talk about, where it's basically them, a lot of people talking. But for to make that interesting and make the person terrifying or really, you know, stressful without doing anything, then you're just listening to him say yeah. stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so revealing. Just listen to him be real unpredictable. I need to. And there's going to be a three. There has to be a three. I need to see where that's coming. I need I need that in my life. Yeah, I only watched the first one, and uh, I was like, "Nope, nope, can't do it." Uh, <laughs> yep, can't do it. Did um, because that's Mark Dublas, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I just interviewed him last night, and he's got. I'm not saying he's like Aaron, but he's got Aaron energy. He's sometimes. got some shit going. Wow. Okay. But, All but, right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, but that was that was that was already like I was like that's a wild pick, but I appreciate it. But then, Cat, you pick Freddy Krueger. As her favorite villain serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to know which Nightmare on Elm Street He's made that. Background. I know, I know. That, but, but I'm wondering which one or which Nightmare on Elm Street film definitively made you be like, that's my dude. Uh, one and three simultaneously. Um, I cannot remember which one I saw first, but I'm pretty sure they were at the same damn time. And they're, they're the best, in my opinion. Um, it's Dream Warriors forever, to be quite honest. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The three is the one where uh, old girl got the the things coming out her wrists, and he's playing it like a like puppet. A puppeteer, yeah. 
Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. With Larry so, Fishburne. Listen, listen, I told y'all I was sweating from the anxiety, and now it just came back. That's that fucked me up when I was a kid. And so, Freddy Krueger was by far one of the scariest movies because well, characters because no, no, no. It's not one a movie the, just called Freddy Krueger. It's not like Rocky. Listen, we black folks, we call the movie exactly. Come character. on now, Come just on. like Chucky. <laughs> that's how it is. Chucky. Exactly. Chucky it's child's play. We say, ooh, Chucky movies. <laughs> <laughs> so Freddy Krueger. Those are the scariest fucking movies because it was so real in the sense is like after you watch that movie, you're just like, man, I don't want to go to sleep because this motherfucker will be waiting for mm-hmm. me in my sleep. So <laughs> I could never get over uh, Freddy Krueger films. Like they uh, they I, all fucked me up. Yeah. Even Freddy versus Jason fucked me up. I don't know about that one. That really? one was terrible. No, that Freddy versus Jason show. was creepy, though, because it, it was, was like Smackdown. A, Y'all didn't think jokes. that was creepy though, when like the little like uh, worm monster and oh yeah, and then I just, thought it was just hilarious to be quite honest. Silly. I mean, and Kelly, Kelly Rowland, they gave her they gave her some offensive stuff to say in that movie. I was baffled when we reviewed that movie. It uh, it was a moment. It was the nine nine two thousands. A lot of wild stuff happened. You know, when it happened, you just go, and then you just keep going because you like okay, well, I'm trying to see the fight, but also Kelly. Yeah, yeah. yo, I, I, all I remember is in that movie. When so Freddie goes into Jason's dreams, yes. and then he's at Crystal Lake, and then it's like there's like two like you know as in Jason movies you know two uh, young people having sex and he's ready to kill him and it turns around and it's Freddie. I was just like, wait, what is going on here? That whole th- and then he's also Freddie is just like the nastiest motherfucker that's ever lived. Well, yeah, it's Freddie Krueger. Yeah, yeah, you got the long tongue and everything. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, no, he would say mm-hmm. like the, the the wildest things. He would do the wild. It was just like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, no. Somebody need to call Kamala, honestly, truly. He's we need to lock him up right now because I don't I don't know how we lock do a dream up. jail, but he has to go. I need I'm pressing charges. I feel like now, Nancy. It's just nasty. It's just yeah. Breath. Because uh, he got burnt breath. <laughs> but that but that's that's Kat's favorite uh, serial killer villain. The, yes. the reason why I brought that up is because I, I appreciate that you are like have very definitive uh, picks because I I'm a, I'm become more of a horror fan, but I couldn't. I think it's probably Ghostface, my favorite serial killer. But the thing is, I haven't liked all the Ghostface reveals. You know what I mean? So Ghostface is a symbol, but like if you think about the movies, the motives and stuff like that, that's where it kind of like it falls off a little bit for me. Um, but Justin, do you have a favorite like serial? Oh, Freddy Krueger. Oh, okay. Well, Freddy Krueger. I, I, I 100% agree. I, I No one's ever scared me like that. Mm, not even Candyman? No, not even Candyman. Because Candyman scared the fuck out of me. We watched as adults. <laughs> had no idea he was cutting off little kids' dicks and stuff. That shit was wild. Bruh. Yeah. We're I won't say his name. Now. Yeah, yeah, we can't say it no more. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Tony Todd. With the Candyman, Bloody Mary, it. none of it. <laughs> I'm a log off. I'm a log off. I Sugar Man that. or Tony Todd. Even if it's not Tony Todd. All of y'all are oh, Tony yeah. Todd. <laughs> but uh, we, we didn't bring you on to talk about Freddy Krueger or uh, Creep or, um, you know, Candyman. We brought you on to talk about The Blackening. Uh, directed by Tim Story, uh, written by Tracy Oliver, Dwayne Perkins, uh, fantastic cast, friend of the show, Jermaine Fowler is going on. Uh, I I had a ball with this movie, but before we get to like Justin and I's thoughts, Jazz and Cat, what did y'all think of the Blackening? The moment. That's all I have mm-hmm. to say. Um, I'm gonna be quiet. Like I 
it is very rare that I audibly laugh in a movie theater, mm-hmm. like laugh. Mm-hmm. I was ho- like hollering, like hollering in the back. I thought they was going to kick me and my partner out because we was at the Alamo. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When it's, when it's all black people at the Alamo, they don't do shit. I went to see Transformers. It was all black people. They were afraid to talk to people. <laughs> they were not going to say nothing. Oh, okay. Well, I know now it's majority know. black people at that stage, so, you know, maybe they just let us cook. But it was <laughs> the moment. The moment. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I come from a, uh, I don't like horror comedies. I don't like comedy like that. My laugh box be a little broken, right? Because I just, some of the humor just don't be hitting. But okay. this, I saw, I saw, see this bitch three times. Three times. Wow. I wouldn't get today. I don't give a fuck. It's the best dollars I'd have spent. I'll be like, yep, I was in the theater by myself. I was the only person in there. And I went to the Hood Rat Theater. So they turned the lights on like 30 minutes into it just to see if somebody was in there. I was like, what the Hey, refund my money. Refund my money. Six dollars. I'm not about to. I'm not about to. You know, bother them because the, the ticket. The tickets are real cheap, so I'm just gonna be yeah. quiet. But also, leave me alone in here. But I still was laughing. Like the the jokes that hit are so clever, yeah. and the timing is right. There is a level of danger. Um, even when the jokes didn't hit, they didn't like linger on it or they didn't try to like exactly. overdo it and make fetch happen. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, it didn't hit whatever. Cause that's what comedy is. Everything's not going to hit and that's okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. I hope that this is the, um, beginning of like a beautiful relationship with all those producers and stuff. Cause I need to see something else. Not quite a sequel. Yes. I don't need a, a sequel. We don't that. need that. That, that story is in. Cause they over. leave it open that's for done. one. Yep. Potentially. But we, yeah. Cause we, we, you know, when we get into it, we, we yeah. see the opening, but also can we just let it, can we not, we do something else. I know y'all got other ideas. I seen all the ideas y'all have. Y'all have other ideas. Let's, let's explore those. Well, it is Hollywood though. So, you know, yeah. when you say they have ideas, you know, but the, I, I completely agree. This is so much fun watching. Like, I got to see it again just because so many jokes I think I missed because people were laughing so hard. You know what I mean? Like, and I remember texting Justin because Justin saw it before me at a press screening and he texted me like, yo, this is really, really funny. And then when I saw it, I mean, I think the moment it got me, I already like was dying at the beginning because we have a Jay Farrell cameo. Uh, and he's they, they, they get playing the game and it's like, who are two black uh, actors that survived a horror film? And he was like, gotcha. Jada Pinkett and Omar, Omar Epps. Epps. Scream 2. Boom. Because <laughs> if Couldn't you know anything about horror, and you're just like, you don't even know, have to know that much about horror. But if you're part of, like, I feel like our generation, you just know about that opening, right? And so just dying with that. But then the part that really killed me, where I texted Justin, I was like, yo, I screamed, was when uh, old girl was like, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wait. I was like, they called it Sister Rock. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I literally just put that on the board at work randomly. <laughs> See, I put it on the board at black work. people, right? Because they, they think it's inspirational shit. <laughs> like, believe on Ted Lasso. <laughs> I wrote that. I was, like, I was like, some of these white folks are going to get this. It's okay. This is for us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love an inside joke. Okay. I love an inside joke. But, and I, um, I, I'm very much the same as like, I don't find myself laughing in a movie theater and, and comedies in the movie theater. I, nine out of 10, I'm not going to go see them in the movie theater. Cause a lot of them that come out in the theater. That's are not the big really thing with comedies. That, that's why I wanted to support it. Cause yeah. comedies are struggling right now in Hollywood for theatrical. So 
I haven't laughed like that in a theater, and I haven't laughed like that amongst a group of people watching a film in a very long Since time. Since Girls Trip? When we saw Girls Trip together? Yeah, that may have been the last time. Girls Trip, I remember like I remember when we saw it together, and Tiffany, like, Tiffany Hash's bits sometimes, we would be doubling over laughing like, yo, this is so much fun. Um, I know there's there's a lot of things with that, but um, wait, hold on. What, what the last time we actually laughed in theater together oh, was when Tyler we Perry. saw that Tyler Perry movie, but that wasn't supposed to be funny. Which one was that? Acrimony. Acrimony. Yes, the Taraji P Henson movie that they filmed in ten yeah, days. Yeah, y'all yeah. saw that, right? That's a horror movie in itself. Y'all could probably. I, I've never seen that. I've also haven't seen Girl Trip. I know Tomato, Tomato, Tomato. Boo. boo I haven't seen <laughs> Just, it. Yeah. No, I haven't ever. All of y'all as a group, all y'all see the movie except for me. And I was like, all right, cool. Because it's a comedy. I had no interest. In- so you really don't like comedies that much, Jess? No, I really, I just do not watch them. I watch scary things and anime and uh, action films. I love when they blow stuff up. I love a big, dumb action movie or the fighting scenes. Ooh, the Ooh, Ray 2. Okay, Ooh, okay, okay. Now you know. Woman after my own heart. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> at first I was like, no comedies. And then you said Ray 2. And now I'm like, okay, we can, <laughs> we can, we can find some middle ground here. Uh, so, th- so before this comedy, uh, Jazz, what was a movie, like a comedic movie that made you laugh in a theater like this? In the theater? Like I don't in- know. Because again, okay, because I'm like, I'll be seeing a lot of comedy movies in the theaters. I was a horror movie girl in the theaters. But in general, Okay, don't be a menace. <laughs> don't be okay. a menace. Is funny. I don't know. It's stupid. That movie is so stupid. It, it, is. it probably didn't age well. It's, 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 it's good, stupid. I, I was doubling over major pain back in the day. Oh, I used God. to have me screaming. <laughs> now, more recent, there are like horror comedies. I just got into horror comedy clearly because I was not into comedies. But they're like Psycho Gourmet is so dumb, but yes. I love Psycho Gourmet. It's okay. so silly. Um, there's a, a joint called The Editor. If you like Jallo films, that joint is it's stupid. <laughs> it's, so, it's like, I, I think I'm a particular brand of comedy. So there's right. other things where I'll, now I'll laugh out loud, but you got to hit the right bail. And it's a, I only got a few bails that you can hit. Okay. And I don't like slapstick comedy either. Like that, except for in this movie, there are some bits where like, yeah. When Clifton leaves and slaps the hell out of King on the way out, I fucking screamed every time it happened. Three times in a row, I laughed. And I knew it was coming. <laughs> just for no reason sometimes. Just like, oh, what's... what's it? And then he got hit with the arrow. Uh, the arrow. Um, the King arrow. got hit with the arrow twice at the same spot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And he got slapped before because they thought he was like passing out. So they slapped. He was like, I'm resting my eyes, please. <laughs> I mean, just the callbacks to the jokes, like as a comedic writer, like they were just, you knew they were coming. You're just waiting for it. Like when they kept talking about uh, King with the Kool-Aid, you're like, you know, that's going to make you cramp at some point. I was like, when's the cramp going to come? Because yeah. clearly when the killers are coming after him. I was I was actually oh, so, oh, oh, sorry. Or when he's talking about is like, like oh because he was a gang banger. He yeah. was a banger back in the days. It's like like you bring your gun. He's like oh you bring my gun out here. And as soon as shit went sour, that fucking gun comes out. <laughs> Everybody lost it. Yo, but I died though when Clifton <laughs> moved his hand so he could shoot the gun upright. <laughs> That's still that funny. aim was crazy. <laughs> you just see too many movies, bro. You like you to watch everything, and you just like, hey, not hitting nothing, not hitting nothing. <laughs> I also love like the homages to like horror films, like particularly like The Shining, uh, obviously like some Friday the Thirteenth and stuff like because The Shining, like you know, 
when some of the women were talking to each other in their heads, I was like, oh, that's a fun thing because that should come into play in the third act when, like, everything's really getting crazy and they need to figure out a plan. But once the guys started doing it, when, uh, spoiler everybody, Clifton's revealed to be the mastermind behind everything. And they look over at Clifton. They're like, wait, can you hear us? And he's like, yeah, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Motherfucker. Y'all talking right at at, at nigga volume. Like this is myth. We are all look at us. We're all look at us. I I can hear you. And the fact that this movie, this all happened because of a game of spades. It's wild. <laughs> I, I understand. It. I, get I it. understand. I, I, I understand. I'd be mad if a bunch of my black friends wouldn't teach me how to play spades and they just laughed at me and kept that going <laughs> for how many years? Now I'm going to tell you guys, I've never played spades. I've wow. never played spades. Me neither. Okay. Is that There's a lot of people who haven't happen? played. They didn't let y'all at the table. <laughs> serious question. They told I was, you to watch. I was just, I, yeah, no. and they make your ass watch. No, see, like uh, my family, we play dominoes. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you know that's we, the we thing play, in New York, dominoes. especially like in Queens. Like it was dominoes. Yeah, like I don't know that many people that actually play spades. Okay. So like, yeah, southern like right now. what's that? I said it's feeling real southern right now. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's more than just that, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah even back like a uh, Midwest where I'm from, like it was dominoes. I learned how to play dominoes like in high school randomly. Yeah. Like, for no reason. It's just, like... But, like, card games, we very rarely played that. What? Yeah. It's Spades and Uno all day. Well, Uno, Uno, yes. Uno we Uno. played a lot. Yeah. But niggas oh. be making their own rules with Uno, so I stopped playing with some people. You know, because some people got to, like... They, they do some weird rotation, or they'd be like, oh, like, you can only do so many, like, plus fours or whatever the fuck. It's, it's all crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm about to put down all six of these draw twos. I'm putting all <laughs> six of them. Are you playing pile on? I'm yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, look, I'm stop. We stacking. <laughs> Getting out. Were you all expecting this to be more of a horror film when you first watched it? Because I was expecting like a lot more death. Yeah, so did I. Okay, I was expecting more death. I was surprised about how little amount of the cast had died. Like I thought it was going to be like a legit like final person, and but I was okay with what happened. Um, especially because like. Um, like the tropes that were kind of going on weren't like they were like a deviation from what we normally knew, especially when they like split up. But it made sense <laughs> as to why they split up versus yeah. like, oh my god, I'm about to split up. Like, nah, like if we go outside and I'm in here, one of us gonna make it. So I, I like that, like, but I just I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be more comedy because I usually mm. me and Kat, we skip trailers. We don't watch, I hate go, I want to go in blind. I don't want to know nothing okay. about the film except the title because the trailers it. tell you too much. And they did. Yep. But you know, YouTube, because I refuse to pay for YouTube bread for whatever I'm just not paying. Well, for no it. one pays one for day YouTube bread. This ain't 2009. You good? Listen, I'm just, you know, th- some but they have the ads that you can't skip now and they uh, want to show you the whole trailer. Like I was like, I don't mind. Give me an ad, but give me an ad on Dove or something. Like, give me an ad on so don't be forcing me to watch a movie trailer that I don't want to see. I don't want to see. And they had all the silly jokes. So mm, I actually thought yeah. it was going to be worse than what it was. I was like, oh, I don't they didn't put the best jokes, which I'm glad they didn't put yes, the best yeah, jokes yep. in the trailer. Like all the best jokes there, none of those are in the trailers. It's the ones that were like, mm, that one's a little, mm, that's a little okay. But then you get to the movie, I'm like, oh, y'all had all these JKs in y'all pocket. Okay, I see what y'all did. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was going to be funny, but I didn't know it was going to be that funny. <laughs> well, there's also a lot of rule of threes, a lot of callbacks yeah. and stuff like that that kept happening. So fortunately, you can't put that in the trailer without like spoiling several beats 
in the movie, which I appreciate. I mean, this cast also, like, just their chemistry was just incredible. Like, they all, like, were in the same length. About, they're all on the same page, clearly, about what this movie is and how to play the comedy with also being straight about the situation and everything like that. And that's what I also appreciated about yeah. it. Like, it was, it was actually genuine of how black people should be responding to these situations, except for when they were in the cop car. Remember when he, le- he left them and he was like, I'll be right back? Oh, yeah, yeah, With yeah. Uh, Officer B. White, which is what their tag mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, guys, y'all, get out of here. I'll be right back means you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, That's exactly what that mm-hmm. means. Learned and that then they didn't even check to see if he left the keys. No one yep. tried to hotwire the car. Like, I was just like, baby, what y'all doing? Y'all really waiting? Yeah, it's time yeah. to go. It's time to go. Take an officer's car. It'd be totally fine. But on the downside, and we know because we black, if we get caught with that car, we in trouble. <laughs> a lot of trouble. They might shoot your ass on sight. Exactly. You see where you was? I mean, that's that was the... out where the buffaloes were on. Well, that's what the whole ending's about, right? That's what was hilarious. Like, yeah. So who do we call? I've always wondered that about horror film. Like, with black people, it's like, well, if they survive, like, who's going to make that call? And Like, what's going to happen? Because it's going to be a different reaction if they see all of us and then, like, these two white guys, mm-hmm. two dead white guys. You know what I mean? That's a problem. And then they came, they called the fire department and the fucking hoses, which I, I was like, okay, like I get, I get that. That was the only joke where I was kind of like, huh, like everything before that I thought was so creative and inventive. And then that yeah. I was like little hacky, but I get what you were doing there with the social commentary. But what did y'all think? It was cartoony for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is giving like a little bit of scary movie. Like this yeah, was like yeah. not as slapstick a scary movie. And y'all took it there with the hose because it was like real. It wasn't like realistic. It was clearly CG silly. And yeah. I was like, oh, all right. You had a great ending. You could have just ended yep. it with the sirens coming. And that would have been fine for yes. me. But it didn't ruin the movie because it's like, OK, this is like two seconds, whatever. Yep. I, don't, I don't mind. I agree. I mean, you know what? I think in a way it also could have been better if they didn't CGI them getting sprayed with a hose or even mm-hmm. if they just like hands up and then you just see the water coming in and it just freeze frame and they start the fucking uh, roll. It's like when them actually going off the screen from the water, I was just like, ah, okay. Or just like yeah. you said, the sirens. I, I think that would have been a better ending, but you know, it is what it is. It didn't spoil the movie for me though. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that like given like all the homages to horror films, there was definitely a potential to do like a their own homage to like Night of the Living Dead. You know, like when you have like the picture epilogue where it shows like the the main protagonist getting killed by oh, all the yeah, white yeah. people like they, they, they throw them in the pile with yeah all exactly them. you could have done an homage to that but i mean that would have make it a little bit darker i think depending on what you do with that but i was just like oh there's there was an opportunity to do like another horror film like tribute or something like that but that was just me mm-hmm. i did uh i did think though obviously it felt too obvious that clifton would be potentially the mastermind behind this even when like there's these hints you know with the game pieces like oh like i'm the you know the puzzle maker or something like that because i thought it might be king because remember really? at the beginning there was there was so many there's so many vague details about what he's been doing lately and remember he kept saying i'm a changed man hmm. and so i kept feeling like there's gonna be a twist with one of these people where they're like the mastermind behind this but it's like what's the motive and so didn't quite get that, but they did keep commenting on like King having a white wife and him saying like, you know, they keep saying like, oh, like you're, you know, you gave up this gang life, but what have you been up to? He's like, oh, I'm a changed man. Like, I don't know about that no more. And I was like, he's not giving us enough. Whereas we're learning about other people's relationships and dynamics where I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep my eye on King until he got 
shot twice in the cramp thing. And I was like, well, obviously it's not him no more. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all ever think of someone else? I knew it was Clifton ASAP. Mm. Me too. I mean, okay. All right. So the the thing was, they I feel like it's one of those, um, this was also like an homage to like 80s slashers mm-hmm. in a sense where you always have, like think of Prom Night, all these movies where you mm-hmm. have some revenge, you did some shit 10, 15 years ago, and it's time yeah. to pay up, bitch. You forgot, well, the North remembers, and they're coming to whoop your ass. You, you shunned him and did whatever you did back in the past, and they have gotten y'all all together, and they're going to show up. And it's always like kind of halfway obvious in a lot of the films. So when you see him show up, and no Nobody knows who he is. First of all, we say there's seven people, but there's eight people, but there's nine people all together when you count all the heads. So clearly someone was not invited here. Yeah. And we know that Namdi's the eight. It's clearly mm-hmm. Clifton because you have the paper. Like, I feel like, I don't know, Kat kept, you know, we talked about it when Kat was like, yeah, how come anybody looking at the Airbnb reservations? Clifton name would have been on here on the email mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. Usually, True. you know, that would have happened. But, and then the game, the dice, I was like, why you got to die? Uh-uh, you questionable. You got to, no, because everybody mm-hmm. else got something that makes sense. We don't know who you are. You dicey already. Think, see, that was a clue. You're dicey. Mm, can't be trusted. <laughs> I figured that it would either be Clifton or Clifton was the red herring. And yeah, so that's why I, I was going to red herring. Was, and if it wasn't him, I was like, oh shit, it's white people. Like, yeah, I yeah, it's white people. <laughs> Which it was. Like, it was. It was. But I was like, oh man, like it's the people at the bus stop. It surely is. But when it, re- it was revealed to be him, I was like, I knew it. And I, and that was one of my favorite characters in the movie. I think he carried the movie. I think his mm. character was fucking hilarious. You need the glasses, all the jokes. I was just like, wow, am I a serial what? killer? Like, how am I aligning with this person? How do you pronounce Nas? He said N- Nas. <laughs> N- yeah, N- and Nas is one mic. They was like, it's Nas. Okay, Nas, Nas. Fine. And what they said, Hyundai, Hyundai, my Hyundai. <laughs> da, da, it's, hun- it's, it's Hyundai. <laughs> and he, he had a droid, right? Yeah, he yeah. Did. Does he anyone did. have a droid charger? I mean, shout out to Jermaine. He killed this. I mean, that's. Yeah. I'm glad he got to showcase like his comedy chops because we know him as a really funny dude, and he's done some other projects in the past that haven't quite been able to meet him where he's at in regards to that talent. So I was happy for for that yeah. role, even though like I thought it was just too obvious. I thought there might be some clever twist, but I also appreciated that it was straightforward. It was like, no, we we told you. It was yeah, of be course, that it's dude. this guy. Yeah. Um. I thought that when they were uh, playing the blackening game and they were just rattling off the the answers to these questions, that shit was just so funny. Mm. Uh, (laughs) The the, the trivia that they were doing, which is the one that they um, that they got wrong? Friends, because oh, yeah. yes, it was a trick question. It was not mm-hmm. fair because they named the people, and I they did better than me. Because let me tell you something, I would be able to name a single person Mm-mm. off of that show. I just know they was in front of the fountain. They was in New York, and somebody had a smelly cat. That's all I know I would have had about that. That's, that's all. Cat. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I don't even know what the like actual reference. For that. It, I just know she was singing, but <laughs> I was like, oh well, I just would have been like, I don't know. I I guess I would have survived. I guess. But well, well, even I, the I, first national anthem, no, I wouldn't have got that. Oh, no, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, have got nope, that nope, either. We would have needed Gordon for that. We would have won. You would have won? We would have won. I'm not doing it right now, but we would have won. 
I am oh, like okay. literally just for shits and gigs. I'm always texting my friends like when shits get crazy. Me and the cop, like I'd be sending voice notes of me singing, lift every voice and sing. So <laughs> <laughs> like straight up, like out of nowhere, like everybody, but my life is is terrible. Everything keeps happening. And you just get a voice note of me singing. Lift every voice. Exactly. <laughs> it's to sing a song for me. And I'd be crying at everything. Like it's real emotional. So you know. We gonna win. I love games like this. It was I don't like the racist part, but the cranium. Oh ass. yeah, the blackface <laughs> little pop up thing. I was like, yo, if, when it was revealed to be Clifton, I was like, he all won for creating this shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Think about how long <laughs> that took. <laughs> the coordination. Bro, I was confused. To send that to Hasbro. <laughs> I was confused. Like, what did he do to have the kind of funds to do this? They said, I don't like, know. They said his life was destroyed because he got that drug driving yeah. accident because he got teased and got drunk because he couldn't play spades. And I'm like, but brother, like this had to be at least tens of thousands of dollars at least. Well, or he just had he, a lot of time. Yeah, a you lot of time. Crowdsource with the, with the incels. Somebody going to pay for it. <laughs> Not crowdsource with the incels. Where the lie at? Oh. Well, he didn't pay them a lot, remember? Because they see how much they pay. He was like, just, just it? Like $500, $1,000? Damn. And put the money in oh, their yeah, pocket. Yeah. Like, oh, oh but, but, <laughs> but the way he did that, that shit was so funny. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and I do feel like if he would have put all that energy into maybe taking some accountability to what he did, then maybe his life wouldn't be like that. Okay, I understand that they shamed you. I get it. Because usually in the 80s movies, it really be like they killed somebody. It'd be something mm. real bad. It'd be like, you know, you buried somebody or something. It'd be something wild. They just said that, girl, we were working your black cars. We gonna make fun of you, but ain't nobody like pour pig's blood on your head or nothing. You decided to get drunk and drive. That was still a choice. You could have just left. You didn't have to drink and drive and hit this lady. I That, that was on you, bro. Listen, you could have yeah. just... We, but we at the same time. Worst Tubi movies that, oh. <laughs> that deserve revenge plots <laughs> like this. Like, we've... This is that was nothing, like you said, Jazz. Like he, that was on him. Yeah, y'all need to watch some horrors from Tubi. Then you, then you really see some wild shit. I've um, seen a few. They got some gems on there though. Not gonna lie, there's a few that are not bad. The Harbinger is a decent one. Okay, but have you watched Best Friend? I have not, but I have watched Tiffany the it's Doll. On my list. Oh if my God, Tiffany Best Friend! Best Friend! Best Friends! I'm excited. Oh, it's wild. That's the one with Wood Harris, right? Yeah, no. Oh no, that's always in forever. Yeah, that's always, always in forever is a slasher film too. Y'all yeah. should watch that. That's what Wood Harris and uh, Wood Harris. Who else is in that shit? Because we were like, why are you in this? Um, oh, Loretta Divine. Right. Y'all got that's on Tubi. Y'all should watch yeah. it. I love Loretta Divine, but also like it does not shock me that you have found her in a movie doing something like this. It just aligns. Oh, it I just, just aligns. I, I just want to let you know that her character is wild. Great. It's, it's, Thank you so much. No, it's it's I'm not gonna tell you why. <laughs> it's it's, it's crazy. It, it, it's wild. It's it's wild. You're gonna Wonderful. have questions. Oh great. Okay. All right. Now I gotta watch it. I have to see. <laughs> so my so I understand like let's we all nobody wants to get their black card pulled. Because that's a hurtful thing. <laughs> that's a hurtful thing. When a group of black people is like, nah, bro. You can't be one of us. That bullshit right there. So that like, creates supervillains and serial killers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I get how, <laughs> I mean, so this is obviously just like somebody taking that to the 10th te- degree and just running with it. But that paired with the fact that this was all c- coming off of a game of spades 
makes this one of the blackest fucking movies I've ever fucking seen. That is one of the most <laughs> ridiculous things I've ever heard and one of the blackest things I've ever heard. And then and it's the fact that like everybody's just like kind of co-signed. Well, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you didn't know how to <laughs> play. <laughs> oh, God. It, it, I, it was great to see this movie in a black-ass audience. And like... Yeah. And everybody was just losing their minds. Just having a good time. Yeah, like from... from Scene one, the code open, like where they're setting it up and everything, like everyone just immediately locked in. It felt like it felt like one of those movies that tells you what it is immediately and the audience just buys in and then everyone has a good time. Or like at least like everyone's on the same page about how we're supposed to behave as an audience. You know what I mean? I think about like a, a quiet place. I was so like I was so surprised within the first five minutes of like, you know, that kid getting killed. Spoiler to everybody. But like immediately the theater was just like, oh, we're all going to shut the fuck up. Like, this is crazy. And everyone was quiet for the rest of, like, hour and a half or whatever. Like, where this, everyone was just dying, like... And it's just it's just great to see a huge black cast like this, black director, and, like, it's unapologetically black. Like, there's nothing watered down. Because there's even some references that were over my head, and I'm like, damn, I should do my homework. Like, I should, I should look up the third verse of the anthem. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> it felt like there's black a lot people- more than three. There's not more than three. There's a lot more than three. How? There's an actual book. It was like a child book, like a book, a book that has all of them. Mm-hmm. And like fourteen verses. It's a. Lo- it's a. That it's song a long is song, long. I, I can't make it past the second one. Like I literally have to pull the book out and read it. That's not even a song. That's a Negro spiritual. Amen. Right there. It's <laughs> a Negro Odyssey, bro. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this ain't a song. <laughs> That's yeah. like that's like the that's like the opening to the Temptations uh, song. Papa was a Rolling Stone. That's I was like, why are you so long? <laughs> why are you still doing this to me? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still into it. Like, yeah. but you damages. Yeah, <laughs> I got a question for y'all because like when we do comedies, it's a little tougher to like give a like beat by beat because you don't want to spoil jokes for people because yeah. that's a communal experience. So my question for y'all is, what would be a trivia question? If you were the game maker, the blackening that you want to ask that party, I know what mine is. I need some time to think. You go ahead and put yours out there so I can think about it. I, I, got to think I would want to ask who are all the members of the same lunatics. Oh, we just did this the other day, and then we would have went between the two of us and maybe another homegirl. We would have beat your question because we was definitely ringing them off. Oh my god! No, yeah, we would have got them saying losing six off because we was talking about who, which one wore the mask all the time, and it's not Kiwan, and not Ali, it's the other one, and yeah, not Murphy. And it's not Murphy Lee. No, it's the other one. Okay, it's the wow. one that thought he was he was in the opera. It was so down. What that slow down, name? Slow down, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, we right. we here. We're slow here. down, we Nelly, Murphy Lee, Ali, Kiwan, and City Spud. We missed City Spud. Then we would. It's died. okay. That album was was terrible, but okay. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Oh no, I got I got I got the question. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I would say, um, what did Chingy want in exchange for what you had? Pork shop. A, oh, yeah, it'd be like A, A well, I wouldn't have made that A. You gotta make it like B in the middle. Because yeah, everybody yeah. wanna pick C. So it would have been like A, a lamb chop. 
B, a pork chop, C, a drumstick or chicken wing or some like an oxtail, some random. Yeah, an and you had to know the song. Give me what you got for one pork oxtail. chop. One mm-hmm. oxtail. One, one rib. Just I, one oxtail. I appreciate that. You don't that, get John. nothing. Yeah, no meat on there, just bone. This is how I knew I was a comedian when I was young. When that song first came out, he said, Give me what you got for a pork chop. I remember like, that's an insane lyric, right? Like everyone's just dancing. I'm like, wait. What? <laughs> what he's just saying? <laughs> it just make you dance harder, to be quite honest. <laughs> you really want yeah, that nod your head like Jay Z. Just like, give me what you got for a poke chop. I'm dancing, dancing oh, to it. Shit. Give me like it was. Oh god. Wow. Uh, Cat Justin. I think. Um. Hold on. I think. Uh. I would be like name five movies that Danny Glover was in because that's a little hard. Ooh. All right. Color purple. Lethal Weapon 1, Lethal Weapon 2, Lethal Weapon 3, <laughs> Lethal Weapon 4. He I won. got you. Amazing. Listen, Saw 2. Wow, let's <laughs> get to the 2. Saw 2. Well, doesn't he like have a quick cameo, though? Saw 1's where he... The, oh, is he man. in Saw 2? No. He's in Saw 1, and then he pops up real fast in Saw 2. And okay. then he's also in Predator 2. He's That's in okay. um, Color Purple. He's Beloved. in Beloved. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Death at a Funeral, right? Yes, I won, though. We won. See, we live. Hmm? This was a game. Mm. I kind of want to play. You know, for the, real. you know there is without the death. There is threats. a black. Uh, tri- there is like, <laughs> like a, a black, black trivia uh, game like this. Black card revoke. Was that black card revoke? Is is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I th- I think I may need to get that. <laughs> I just need to, I, I need to get that. It's fine. It, it, but I think they need to they need to update it though because I'm like it. the questions aren't as creative mm. as the ones that were in the black day. Yeah, Justin, what's your question? Man, I don't know. I was sitting here kind of thinking about it, but also trying to be in the conversation. This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. I mean, it's also trying to say something that has to be well-known enough, but also kind of obscure. What if you were like, what's the name of the woman that Andre 3000 was pining after in the art of storytelling part one? That's a, that's a very, that's a, uh, yeah, no, I, I know, I know the song. Um, Oh my God, what was her name? I was just listening to the song like three days ago. Holy shit. Do you want a lifeline? Do you want to ask Cat or Jazz? Is it Keisha? For... No. Nope. Fuck. That's Petey Pop. Don't, don't call me. You're going to get it wrong. Don't call me on the lifeline. <laughs> I also listened to the song the other day, but now I'm like, you know, you're rolling the lyrics in your head. Uh huh. Like, please, God, help. Ali, put in the chat if you know who we're talking about. Who was Andre 3000 mm-hmm. talking about in the art storytelling part one? Oh, we're going to die, yo. We are. That was like when they asked that Nas question. I was like, oh, baby. Oh, that was tough. That was a tough yeah. one. Uh, Ali <laughs> don't know either. We all did. <laughs> well, y'all did. Damn, damn, damn. Somebody sneak off and Google Sasha. so we don't die. Oh, yeah. Sasha. Thampa. Damn. It's all good, y'all. Just one of the best hip-hop songs of all time. <laughs> it's all good. Shit. But and that's good, though. Like Three out of four ain't bad. I mean, you never well, somebody would have died, died anyways. I ain't even come somebody, up with I mean, somebody would have died. It would have been me because I got it. Ooh, Dang, I who thought it was we a kill? project. Okay, never mind. Who we kill? The most black one of all? <laughs> the blackest one? <laughs> I don't want to get into I don't that. Know. <laughs> yeah, we ain't going to get into <laughs> no, that. No, we get into that debate. Well, Kat drinking from a red silo cup, so. <laughs> <laughs> it might be me in a moment. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> we don't know what she's drinking, but I feel like she might be a contender. <laughs> It's bro, not my name double, is, so I don't know. <laughs> my name is a 40 ounce connoisseur, bro. I gotta, I gotta shut up. I gotta shut up. 
<laughs> I got Bruce Lee on my shirt. Niggas love Kung Fu. All right. So, <laughs> so we talked about it a little bit uh, before, but do you all think that this should become a franchise or should this be a one and done? No, nah, I think thing? it should be one and done, in my opinion. I think we get another one, maybe something in the same realm or universe, not the exact same story. Mm. Um, kind of like that one, two of the, the scary movie, scary movie two, like, ow, it was good. And then that's it. Like, but we don't have to make another one. So I'm okay either way. Jazz? Yeah. Or something like a side story. Uh, me and Kat talk about this often where, you know, you have something that's in the same universe, mm. but it doesn't have to involve all of the same characters. So what if we just followed one character on another journey that ended up some kind of horror thriller? Or we know that Clifton, we already spoiled it, is laughing in the well. He's clearly not dead. What if he just attacks somebody else now? Because, you know, maybe he's disfigured and he done fucked up and he on the run because he clearly set up all this shit. And if they did search the house, they're going to find all these videotapes and his fingerprints on everything and all these all this pre-recorded shit so clearly we're gonna see that you know what happens so maybe he takes his talents elsewhere and does this to other people that could be something like like a side mission where we only have to involve clifton but it's a brand new set of people so the, everybody else just living a life yeah because we heard so we heard like the the cackling when he fell down the well and stuff so it's like okay so clearly they're alluding that he could still be alive i was thinking that too because i feel like clifton's definitely had more than just one encounter with black people laughing at him yeah I think that they should do this kind of like as like a knives out type of, type of thing. And then as like completely different cast, except maybe like you said, maybe one person and, and then just keep it going like from the creators of the blackening. And then it's another thing. And then maybe Clifton comes back for it or it's just a whole nother thing. But in the same realm of black people uh, being fucking uh, uh, attacked by uh, ridiculousness. You mean two white guys from the, from the South, where were they again? Like some backwards, I don't know. Yeah, I thought right. he yeah. was in the cut. He worked at the grocery store, one of them. And I don't even know if that's like, did that he wasn't really, really work a grocery at the store? store. That was like a gas station yep. slash. That was like a, that was like a goofy, that was like a broken down 7-Eleven, it felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but they had wrap sacks, so I don't know. Like, I, and I feel like Clifton might have brought them wrap sacks and put them in there because I don't know what's going on. Why you got these? I was also too curious about that. Um, Listen, y'all, I really want Clifton to be like a ghost, like a paranormal situation. Mm. It's given Hell House LLC, to be quite honest. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. But how do Rap Snacks get there? Yeah, because yeah. they were they were like, ta- they were alluding that there's no black people ever up there. So, yeah. I mean, but white people do love rappers. That, that's true. Mm. The that's chips true. is good, though. They always that's, that's, the that's, that's their one way to just say it, nigga, you know, out in the open. So, you know. Then I they see exalt it. them. Um, I think uh, <laughs> that would be crazy though. Clifton Mayley brought some reps <laughs> to the. I'm going to put these on your shelves. <laughs> That'd be so crazy. He probably did though. He did everything else. He pre-recorded stuff for the game. He did a lot. True. That's what I'm saying, y'all. Like he put so much work into this. You know how easily he could have just eas- just gone and killed each one of them one by one. How much easier that would have been, and how so cheaper. Much. Could have poisoned a bottle of uh, wine or some Hennessy or something. You yeah. could have poisoned some drinks and it be like, all right, guys, that's it. But you know what? It, I, the, the thing is, like, it, the writing is really good for this uh, because his whole thing was, in a way, to prove that they're not as black as they think they are as well. Right? Because mm-hmm. the, the whole thing of the game is, is like, who's the blackest one? Who's this? So it's everyone is questioning their own blackness. Yeah. 
uh, in a way, and they're questioning each other. So it's basically ta- taking the onus off of him, even though when he was still there amongst everyone else, you know, they again ostracized him from the group, saying that he was the one that wasn't, uh, he was the one that wasn't black left, or just they, they, they let him out to slaughter. They Which, did, but he did vote for Trump. So, I mean, yeah, that's twice. what he said. Twice. <laughs> twice. Twice. I and did. he didn't even vote. <laughs> I did love what, uh, what was it, King was like, it should be Shanika because she said nigga the most. And she's like, nigga. nigga. See? Like, See? <laughs> You're literally from Africa. Like, that, hey. was, that was wild when they said that. Because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, he black as fuck. <laughs> but... I mean, who would y'all have in that group, in that group of friends, who would y'all have, like, voted up for tribute? Oh, no. Nambi. Oh, wow. Ooh, wow, because it was a cheetah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm with everybody else. Why are you bringing Nambi on this trip, making this trip funky? We got to go. Just bringing this mess. Keep your mess at home. We don't need to be in your relationship. You're up on the chopping block. Damn. Mm. Um... I don't know. I mean, if I didn't remember Clifton and he said, yeah, I voted for Trump twice. Yeah, I'm kicking you out. I don't care, bro. I'm sorry. Not sorry. You shouldn't have did what you did. Like, and everybody else, I'm cool with. I don't even know who you are. Bro, I don't even know you. Like, King straight up was like, I don't know this nigga like twice. Like, yeah. I do not know him. Please. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, 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 that is true. the fact I that I don't really know him be like, yeah, well, if anybody's going to die, sorry, bro. That's true. And I think for me, like, that's where I'm kind of like, oh, like, I thought it was a red herring, but I should have just seen, like, it's going to be him. Because the fact that no one really, like, he had nowhere to go. Like, when he was just lingering in the background and everything. So I would have, yeah, I would have killed Clifton, too. Story of his life. I really was hoping that, like, you know, the the, the um, main two folks, like, had Sean and what's the girl's name? Um, Morgan. Morgan. Morgan, thank you. Yvonne, yeah. That maybe they did know him like maybe they were cool like i was just like okay i'm reaching but also like i don't know bro like you seem like that one person that just be there and then they just carried you and the real thing is if they was carrying you like this why are you still here which immediately told me oh i know what's going on yeah mm. i yeah. can't wait to see how this plays out chef's kiss what was his end game though because if he had killed all of them right he's just to put their body down a well and just dip like people eventually that's, come yeah, it's just revenge Damn. You was talking shit, and now I'm about to bring you my hands. That's actually it. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. For the first time in a while, we're seeing this with an all-black cast. And I usually see this with, like, vengeful white people mm-hmm. or soap operas. I said, oh, this is amazing. And and for real, for real, nobody really died. But then there's, like, a, a pit of death. Like, I'm just like, wow, what's at the bottom? <laughs> Tell me more. Like, I'm, I'm into it. Like, how far are we going here? Because you done hired henchmen. You done did this whole shit. Like, it was the pizzazz and the drama of it all. Because he could have just went to their houses and just picked them off yeah. one by one. But you waited to the party. Like, Clue? Like, you brought the drama to... Oh, yes. You made this game. You know you what designed I, it? I love about this. And, and the, you know, the fact is, like, if they wanted to do this as, like, a Knives Out type thing and just keep ex- expanding this thing. And it's just, like... It could just be a Juneteenth uh, staple that we just put out a really dope, a fun comedy, you know, uh, around Juneteenth every year. I think that that's just really dope. I'm just glad this came out as counter-programming to Asteroid City by Wes Anderson. Was, I felt a certain type of way that came out during Juneteenth weekend. I was just like, really? Really? That's what we're doing? So, I didn't even know that was out on the streets. Uh, so yeah, shout yeah. out to you. Yeah. I heard about <laughs> it. I have no idea what it's about. 
I don't know the premise, didn't see a poster, don't know what that movie's about. Yeah. It's a horror movie in a way, kind of like the way Ari Aster's movies are, like dramas and shit. It's... Okay, but I like Ari Aster, but I don't know about I don't know about that guy. I don't know. You like? Did you see Bo's Afraid? Uh, that's the only one I haven't seen yet. Okay. Yeah, we haven't seen it either. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know this movie. I never raced to see that one after Hereditary Midsummer fucked us up. Oh God! I love Hereditary. I'm oh, sorry. Hereditary's oh. wild. Oh God! That, when that when that girl's head got taken off, who? Wow! <laughs> I was not prepared for that. No, nobody was prepared for that. <laughs> they they revolved the whole market around this actress, and then you see the movie. She's dead within what the first thirty minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, uh, before we get to our <laughs> ratings of this movie, uh, we did get some Patriot thoughts. And remember, folks, if you sign up at Patreon at patreon.com slash popcorn, you get your after thoughts and reviews of that upcoming movie read on the show. And first we have Dana H. who wrote, I enjoyed the movie and thought it was funny. Chrissy W. wrote, funny movie and enjoyable. A movie you should see in the audience for the audience. You should see in the theaters for the audience reaction experience. Love the black experience, jokes, themes throughout the movie. This movie is highly rewatchable. And then TPFN wrote, funniest movie I've seen in theaters in a minute. Tim Story's best since Barbershop as a comedy hitting on all cylinders. We'll have to rewatch soon with the ridiculous joke per minute script from Tracy Oliver and Dwayne Perkins. Whole cast is incredible, but I'm stunned. Antoinette Robinson hasn't been a lead in a movie before this. I have to believe there's many more from her to come. Major love to Lionsgate for releasing this in theaters. So those are our Patriot thoughts on... uh, on the blackening. Justin, break down our rate system, baby. Stop calling me baby. So we rate movies, bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL40 exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile, or we pile piles and piles of dog shit on top That's of it. That's right. So we sat down and we watched the 2022, uh, well, well, 2023, but it says it's 2022. I think it had a premiere in yeah. 2022, yeah. but it's, it's now nationwide. Yeah. It's on your side, 2023. I just want to hit you in the face. Uh, film The Blackening, starring Grace Byers, Jermaine Fowler, mm-hmm. Melvin Gregg, X Mayo, uh, Dwayne Perkins, Antoinette Robinson, uh, Cinqua Walls, Jay Farrell, and Yvonne Orgy. Orgy? You know, I can't pronounce the names. Yeah, right? I know. I know. Hey, we tried. Uh, we got a lot you? of trouble trying to pronounce names in the past in this show. Cat, uh, you up first. What you got? I'm going to give this movie a two thirds of the way uh, extra large popcorn. That wasn't even a thing you made up. Bow. Okay. It's basically extra large, but I started eating it before I got into the movie theater and Fair. I had to stop because I almost choked and died. So, Fair. bow. Okay. okay. Movie theater chain with the best popcorn, Kat. What do you think? Oh, shit. Um, it's between. It's between. I want to say it's between Regal and AMC, but actually I just recently had popcorn at Cinema Salem and it really, it's, it's giving in, in Boston, not in Boston, in Salem, Massachusetts, it, it's giving throwback movie popcorn. Like it unlocked mm. the nostalgia for me. So I don't, I don't know if it's all the same. Y'all tricked me. Okay. But it might be Cinema Salem right now. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. Jazz. Um, I would like to give this, um, a overfilled large. It's very good. We'll see it a lot of times. I think it's hilarious. I'm not a comedy girl. So again, this is not my bag, but I'm watching this. Like when this comes out on deep Blu-ray, I'm buying this. 
Oh, I'm you going buying to, hard copy? Mm. Oh no, I'm buying the hard copy because I'm going back to buy you know physical media because they just uh, snatch stuff. Yeah, point. they snatch stuff off of streaming. I don't like that. I want to be able to watch Black when I feel like it. Okay, so I'm gonna just have to you know go ahead and purchase that. So it's definitely a large. All the jokes didn't hit, but that's okay. It's not perfect, but I don't care. I'm still gonna watch it. Highly recommended. Recommended to pretty much anybody: horror fans, comedy fans, horror comedy fans, people, children, cats, dogs, babies, everybody. Mm, get them babies. Brandon? Yeah, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a oh, large. Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, wait. Favorite cu- popcorn? Oh yes, jazz. Okay. Um, I don't really know because I go to the hood theater all the time, and they mm. popcorn is a little shaky. So I, you know, I order the popcorn because I'm trying to support them, but I don't really be eating it. I just be yes. ordering it. Okay. I'm um, so you know, I just be eating popcorn at home. The microwave, you know, a little bit pop secret. I just be out okay. here, okay, just living okay. my best life. But it's hot, so it's good. There Extra you go. Butter. There you go, Brandon. Yeah, so I'm giving this a large. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I just, I feel like I need to see it again, though, because I think there's a lot of jokes I didn't, that missed because of the audience response, which isn't a bad thing. It's just, I think that maybe would possibly have filled in some holes for me or maybe even appreciate even more, but fantastic job by the cast. The writing was great, even though I know in UBS research, she said that most of the cast uh, improvised their, their dialogue, but even still, everyone had to be on the same page, completely in sync about the tone of the film and what they were trying to say. So I thought it was fantastic and a lot of fun and I can't wait to see it again. In regards to movie popcorn, I think I got to go with uh, one of Kat's first initial choices, which is AMC. I think for consistency, I think AMC consistently has a, like a salty butteriness. Without even like the butter liquid over it, you know what I mean? Because Alamo's mad inconsistent. Mm. Alamo, they be giving me the big tin with the stale popcorn and shit. I don't like it. Like I send it back. They, they they get your money and they just like hey, just I'm, like, send, I'm sending it back. I get unlimited. There you go. Yeah. Justin, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna give this a large. I'm gonna give it a large. Like, Part of me wants to give it an extra large. I just me too. Yeah. You know, I feel it's hard to give a comedy an extra large because I'm always looking for you know this joke could have been a little bit better. But um, this is as close as I've seen. To, actually, I'm gonna give it an extra large. I'm giving an extra large because this is as close as I've seen to one of like a perfect theatrical comedies that I've seen in a very long mm. time. Yeah, it was. It hit on so many levels and it kept on hitting. Uh, and like, I, I was proud leaving the theater that night because I, I'm going to be the first one to say sometimes, you know, you get an all black cast, you know, you know, a, a black movie and you get a little scared because, you know, sometimes they just give us like the bare minimum. They're not giving really us a, a really good script, but they really did the work on this one and they put their foot in it. So I, I think they did a phenomenal job on it. I thought the acting was amazing. And it was just, it was a fun watch. And it felt so authentically black. And black characters who acted like black people would under these situations. And it was just, that's what made it so good. Yeah. And as far as popcorn, I don't really eat popcorn like that. Because when I go to the movies, I'm sneaking in food. So I got food in my hoodie. I got shit tucked right in the waistband, you know, so whether it's Wendy's or, or what, whatever it's going to be, I'm eating something at the movie theater, but it's most likely not going to be popcorn. I feel you're that. The, you're the blackest person in the room. 
because you got a whole meal and I salute you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's wild. I mean, now I will say that when I saw this at a screening, they were niggas eating Chinese food in the movie theater. Just <laughs> as they should. Yes. I shout- support them. I love that. Shout out to shout out to uh, the Magic Johnson. Oh, I'm sorry, the Shack Theater in uh, in Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> you went out to Newark for this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they niggas being niggas. At a Shack Theater in Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. From Long Island. Okay, I yeah, see. That's how we do it, baby. All right. Cat and Jazz, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. We really appreciate it. Please tell our listeners how they can follow you and keep up with your amazing show. Yes, you can find us on all the things as Girl That's Scary. Like if you just put Girl That's Scary into whatever your internet machine choice of usage is, then that's that's it's going to pop up, I guess. I hope. But we're on Patreon <laughs> uh, at patreon.com forward slash Girl That's Scary with like extra bonus stuff. Um, Twitter, Instagram, and we got some cons and shit coming up. So we're going to be at Midsummer Scream, um, which is in the end of July. We're going to be at BlurCon, which is like right after the 4th of July, if that's a thing you recognize, I guess. Um, and we have, we part-time outside because COVID's so real. Okay, great. Jazz? I mean, you know, everything the cast said, bow, 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 we in here. Um, of course, follow us at Girl That's Scary on Instagram and Twitter. We will be at BlurCon. That is in the DMV area. Midsummer Scream is in Long Beach, so we'll be in the West Coast oh, okay. for that. Uh, that's a good time. So please pull up, guys. Would love to see y'all out there. That's all I got. All right. And folks, you know, you can follow me at American Collins on all social media platforms. Come out to Union Hall if you're in Brooklyn, New York on Friday, July 7th for my comedy outlier stand-up comedy show. Got some new jokes about being married, living out on the West Coast for a year or so. So if you want to hear these things, uh, get tickets at AmericanCollins.com. And remember, you can follow the show at Medium P Podcast on all social media platforms. Go to YouTube.com slash Medium P Podcast for all alerts about celebrity interviews and also Medium Popcorn episodes. We got a huge, huge interview coming up on the channel very soon. So be sure to push that subscribe button. Justin, if you want to follow you as well as support the show financially, what could they do, my brother? Guys, you can follow me at Jay Brown Did It on the socials. But you can support this show at patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We have $2, $5, $10, and $15 packages on All there. The packages. So if you love this show, we have uh, our backlog goes right to Patreon. We have bonus episodes, tons of bonus episodes. And we got many shows on there as well, like The Rant and What Am I Watching? And Tati's Take as well. That's so right. guys, please go patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Jazz and Kat, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Love your show and hope to have you on to talk about a real authentic horror film at some point because uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. Oh, yes. Thanks for inviting thank us. Thank you for having us. Time. It was a good yeah. time. This is a black-ass episode. It's a black-ass yeah. episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love that for us. We don't always get that. So we We love to see it. Have a good night, y'all, and we'll talk to you soon, folks. Peace. Popcorn, we are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah, Brandon Collins, that's me, and Justin Brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn, Woo! you haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face, that's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or your fun.